I am thrilled to announce that An Actor Despairs is partnering with a wonderful CBD company called Kind Farms. Everyone out there has heard of CBD. I started taking it a few years ago when I first started getting sober and to help with my anxiety. Sadly, as one can do, I was overtraining in the gym, and a friend recommended a topical and a tincture to help with the pain. I tried it. It was okay. However, recently, I was introduced to a product that has really changed my life. Not only has it helped me with anxiety, but I am stronger than I have ever been. I'm able to carry out lifts my body used to prevent me from doing. Kind Farm products have single-handedly changed my life athletically and personally. They utilize 100% local licensed farmers, organic cultivation, and CO2 extraction for superior CBD. Kind Farms is turning CBD to a kind alternative to pharmaceuticals. Let's transform tobacco row into hemp row. If you want to get involved, please reach out. Together, we can make a difference. You can use my code RYAN10 for 10% off. You can find them on Instagram at Kind Farms Inc. All one word. That's K-I-N-D-P-H-A-R-M-S-I-N-C. And their website is kindfarmsinc.com. Once again, my code for 10% off is Ryan10. And now, let's get started with today's show. Welcome to An Actor Despairs. I'm your host, Ryan Perez. Today, my guest is one of the greatest New York City actors and one of the greatest actors in the world, Morgan Spector. Morgan Spector is someone I discovered pretty early in his career on a show called How to Make It in America. He only had two episodes, but I was so kind of fascinated by his energy and his charisma, I continued to watch his career with an eye and saw him in Boardwalk Empire, where he played Frank Capone. And he was so incredible in those episodes, I continued to watch him in everything. He did the drop with Tom Hardy, Homeland with Claire Danes, and he's got the plot against America coming out very soon. I'm so excited to have him on the show, and I'm so grateful that he did it. Here it is. Morgan Spector, welcome to An Actor Despairs. How you doing? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. It means so much for you being here, man. Like I talked about this with Shea Wiggum and Kathleen Turner when they were on the show. And, you know, there's a lot of room for acting that has, like, you know, personality. Like, there's certain, I won't name them, but actors that just make a living at, at playing personalities. And, and you can do that in this business. But then there's the really rare actors that there's so much power and there's so much existence behind their eyes. And you're one of those actors that, like, I remember when I first saw you in How to Make in America, mm-hmm. of all things. Yeah, wow. I was just so, you just had a, there was just, like, so much life behind your force. And then Thanks, when I watched man. you in Boardwalk Empire, is Frank Capone and continuing the drop and, and other films and incognito with Nick Payne's like one of my mm-hmm. favorite writers. Yeah. He's fantastic, man. You're, you're an incredible actor. Oh, you know, they're you. in your roles. I really mean this with sincerity. No one could have played that the way you did. Mm. And, and you really brought such truth to those characters. And I've been such a big fan of watching your career blossom. And Thank you. I'm not Jesus. blowing smoke up your ass. No, that, all, that so feels so nice to hear. Thank yeah. you so much. I appreciate so that. So I appreciate all your work. But before Thanks, we man. dig into the work, I'd like to start at the beginning. Mm. You grew up in California? I did. I grew up in Northern California. Yeah, I grew up in a little uh, little town uh, called Guerneville in Sonoma County. 
Nice. Is that is that Russian River Valley? That is Russian River, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I got you a Russian River Pinot Noir. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> I didn't even know. Amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. That's How so was cool. that? Uh, it, it was fantastic. It's a it's a it's a you know it's one of honestly the most beautiful places on the planet. Oh wow. Uh, which if you've never spent time there, I just highly recommend you go and you know hang go and hang out for a while. It's also uh, you know the river the river is like at least when I was growing up there. Uh, you know, like kind of Napa's or even like East Sonoma County's kind of like funkier cousin. Yeah. Um, and it's cool. It's a fucking weird place. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was sort of like the river was like where like in the late seventies, I think a lot of bikers moved, like kind of came there. It's kind of like had a weird outlaw paradise. A lot of hippies came there, like after they came down from the communes. It was like when I was growing up there, it was a big gay resort town. It was like one of those oh. few like rural places that was very gay friendly because it was kind of like you know close to san fran whatever yeah, yeah. exactly close to san fran like a place you could go um but like it's, like a nudist colony or just no no, like, no. Oh, okay. well i mean you know, we had a lot of like there were a lot of like big party weekends in the summer wow. that were really like you know anything goes type events so do you feel um, like you were exposed to kind of unique culture very yeah, young absolutely it was wow. a very weird i mean not like not not weird in and of itself but like a unique town like not you know most most it's a, like a twenty five hundred person. Yeah, town, we were talking about Richmond, where you guys filmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's a city. No, yeah. but like Guernsey is like a small, small town. Got it. And like for for a place like that to have, uh, I think su- such like a unique culture, it's really wow. interesting. Yeah. What did your parents do? Uh, my mom worked in public education. She was a teacher and then a, um, a school administrator. And my dad was a public defender for a while, and then ended up being like a stay at home dad for most of my wow. my brother's lives. Yeah. So how did the the acting bug come for you? Um. Did you do you, drama in high school? You know, I did drama. I did a play when I was seven years old at like a real little local rep company. Um, and there were, there were a bunch of people who, as I understand it, and I've never looked into this since I was like a kid, but, yeah. um, I think there were a bunch of people who had been in the mime troupe, San Francisco mime troupe and down in San Francisco and they had moved up to Sonoma County and then wow. they just started a little amateur company and they put on like cool contemporary plays. Um, and so we were doing, they were doing a production of Christopher Durang's, uh, Sister Mary Ignatius explains it all for you. And they needed a seven year old. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, could memorize the lines and my mom knew somebody who was in it. So I, you know, that was like my first. Amazing. Um, yeah, it was great. And I loved doing it. And so I just kept always, I kept doing it. Um, did you have an idea of like, this is it? Not at all. No, 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 not at all. No, it was just like a thing. You know, it was like I played baseball. I did yeah. plays sometimes. It was like a thing that I did as totally. a kid that I enjoyed. I was a skateboarder. Um, yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very similar. And and then there was – and then I think I got to adolescence and um, was like, maybe this isn't cool. Maybe I don't want to be – maybe I don't want to do that anymore. And then right at the end of high school, I got drafted by uh, the drama teacher – um, Miss J to come what up, and, Ms. J? <laughs> you know, and, uh, to play Danny Zuko in Greece, wow. which according to, so you're a singer. I mean, I am not a singer. <laughs> like, I can sing. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. But I'm not like, I'm not one of those people who are like, Oh my, the voice. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but it was, you know, and that, and then that was the thing that kind of brought me back into doing, th- doing theater. And I, did you have fun, even though musicals? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, fun. It was yeah. ridiculous. I mean, it was yeah. like there is like some bad video footage that my mother took, and it is <laughs> fucking awful. Like it is truly execrable. Oh man! Uh, but um, yeah, that got me back into it, and then I just kept doing it uh, through college. Yeah. You did, yeah, yeah, in undergrad. I went to undergrad. I went to Reed College in Portland, Oregon. Kept doing it, and again, that's a cool scene in like, Portland. That yeah, might, yeah, great. Yeah. I mean, I was. I think when I I was very very much a. Uh, 
Like I, I was into the campus scene in, 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 in at Reed. I wasn't like, um, I wasn't, I wasn't, there were a lot of really cool, like punk rock kids who were like out in Portland enjoying the city. Yeah. And I was like, I can get all the drugs that I want to get on campus. Yeah. Why? There are basically no cops here. Yeah. Like I'm not leaving. I spent a lot of time in that Hawthorne area. That's such a cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Totally rad. Yeah. Yeah. No, Portland's amazing. And then, so there, is that when you feel locked in, like this is what I'm going to do with my life? Uh, no, I think I was still, I mean, I honestly went to college being like, don't major in theater, do something academically serious. Yeah. Uh, and then I absolutely buckled and did major in theater and, um, you know, it, it was, it was still, I majored in theater in a relatively academically serious way. Uh, but not, um, but yeah, I, it's still, I don't know. It just has always been when you, when I've, I have, I, that was my sort of effort to try to like do something else. Yeah. And it just didn't work. I just sort of kept drifting back and, you know, like most kids are in the library at that school and I was, you know, in the theater doing, doing plays and rehearsing. Was so it was, like conservatory? Were you in there? No, not well, at all. Oh, okay. It was just, it was a very, like, it was a very sort of self-directed theater program. Wow. But I just, if you were doing, if you were doing plays, you know, every, every semester, you kind of couldn't be as like academically serious as a lot of the kids at that school are. So that was that sort of um, established my destiny to some degree, I guess. Wow. Just and so then, when you graduated, did you go back to California or did you stay? Because like- I did, I did. I really, I finished college and uh, really had this moment of being like, "Wow, I don't know what the fuck to do." Yeah, me I have too. No <laughs> idea. Like I've never thought about it. Like yeah. it really was just you know my whole like elementary school and high school. I was like, "Well, I, I think I'm going to go to co- like I know I'll go to college. Yeah. Like I, that'll be." And then after that, just like zero idea what was going to happen. Um, and basically, uh, the only thing that I had d- consistently done was like be in plays. Wow. Um, so. So theater is your home. That's where you got your roots. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And, and I, so then I, I sort of had, took a year after college. Um, and during that time, an old friend of my dad's, um, was like in a relatively amateur way producing uh, an indie film in, uh, Ashland, Oregon. And, uh, not like Gus Van Saint or no 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 oh, no, no, no. Okay. like a guy yeah. a guy who had had a, another career his whole life and had like saved up some money nice. and had always wanted to tell this one story and was like casting it casting it around and you know I and they somehow this got to my dad that they needed like somebody my age and whatever and so I ended up doing this movie and like it's truly uh, I don't know I it, what's it called uh, I am not going to tell you. <laughs> No, uh, it's called, it's called Raspberry Heaven. And it is like, uh, I'm, I'm god awful in it. Like truly, truly, like, uh, if you watched it, you would be like, this is not a person who should pursue this. Uh, and, you know, I just didn't, I really had, I'd never done any on camera work before. Yeah. I had no idea what it was. And I, because yeah, they don't try, I guess in other schools that aren't in New York, that that's not something they cover. No, not at yeah. all. Not yeah. at all. And, and, and Reed was in like the theater program was in no way like a professional preparatory like a tish school. Or a Juilliard. Yeah. No, it was yeah. like, you know, you read a lot of plays, you do a lot of plays, but there was no sense that this was gearing you up to be ready to pursue, you know, be a professional. Okay. Um, at least, I mean, you know, maybe there was some of that, but not to the extent that you'd have like audition classes or showcase or, yeah, and like anything Gersh like that. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I just, I, I was utterly at sea. Um, but I did, uh, get in the union. Um, and exactly. so, yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. As a result, I had to join. So I, um, so at that point, I was like, well, I've got my union card. Yeah. And I, 
don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I should go to school. So I uh, applied to ACT, San Francisco's MFA program, um, and miraculously got in. And Did you have to do the two pieces, classical, contemporary? Exactly. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. How was the classical yeah. one for you? Did that go well? Uh, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it went well enough. Like, yeah. I, you know, I think I did um, – I did it. I think I did a piece from Richard II. Is that what I did? Um, I think that's what I did. And I, like, it's not, I tried to do, I tried to do some material from that, from that show again during, during the MFA program. They were like, that's, you're not a Richard II. And wow. I was like, Jesus. All yeah. right. <laughs> I thought I was. All right. Fine. Um, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. Um, but yeah, it was, um, and then I went to that, then I did that program and, it, it, you know, it was, uh, it was it was great for me honestly it's nice to just like to be able to take that amount of time and do nothing but think about acting yeah. uh is a real luxury and it was it was really Did you um, intentionally say West Coast to be close to family? Yeah, I had a I, I was uh I was in a relationship that at that point that she was going to be on the West Coast and I Got we it. had done like a long-term relationship. She didn't do the Juilliard, college. Yale, NYU. No, I didn't we, even audition to those places and what? I and when I got into ACT I was like, "Well, shit, I guess I should have auditioned to some uh, uh, for yeah. some other schools." <laughs> but I really didn't think I was going to get in. I don't know. Yeah. It and it, it was all good. It, it you know, it was like it was it was the right place for me. I you know, I, you know, I love the people I went to school with. So it was a great experience there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also, it's like, it fucks your brain up just thinking about yourself yeah. that much and like looking at yourself that much. Self-awareness is just and, like, oh, actors, we're just cursed with so much. like self-consciousness. Yeah. Like, you know, you just feel like you're, you know, it's like you... I don't know. It's like you're. It, they break it, it, you to make you. I just watched. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and literally, like, yeah. They, what's the? It's like you're. If you were doing the, you're, you're doing the Indy 500 or something like that, and you pull over into the the, the, the pit, pit yeah. and they like take all the sh- they take the whole fucking car apart. Yeah. Like, it feels like that's where you are in when you're in, in an MFA program. Totally. The car's totally in pieces. The car does not run. Yeah. Like the any acting that you do during that period, I'm sure is just ghastly because you're so self-conscious and you're trying to just uh you're trying to like watch and learn from your own process you're at, trying to develop a process at ACT do you work in conjunction with like uh, MFA playwrights that you're doing original pieces no, okay. that is one of the downsides of that program is okay. they don't have like you know people I know who've gone to Yale or gone to NYU they've gone to these other programs where they have all those other things running concurrently yeah. you do basically have a generation of theater artists all training together which yeah. is which is cool totally and we that that is the one thing about that program that I feel like is, you know, you get to New York and like, wow, everybody else knows everybody already. That's, yeah, what that the sucks. fuck? <laughs> um, but you know, that's that's what it is. It's it's you know, if you're not on the East Coast, then you're not at that sort of epicenter. But so otherwise, after you graduated, what made you decide not to go to L.A. and stay in California? Uh, I mean, I'm I, you. If you grew up in the North Bay, you, you grew just up fucking out. hating L.A. Yeah. Is the truth actually? Yeah. Uh, I never. I just never liked it there. Yeah, I don't like the lights. I don't like uh, traffic. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. I had a bad impression because all I knew, I have some family in the va- uh, that live in the valley in LA. And so that was all I knew. Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, LA is just like a strip mall kind yeah. of place. It's all it is. And it isn't. There's obviously well, much yeah, yeah, more yeah, Los yeah. Angeles than that. Um, but it's nine the cities combed into one. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's sort of like London in that way. But yeah. anyway, it's like I, I had the experience that I had of LA made me not really want to go there. I also felt I graduated from my MFA program when I was 26 and I kind of like looked at my face and had, I don't know. I just, I had this feeling nobody's going to cast me until I was older. Like I didn't look like that, you know, when you, when they were casting guys in your twenties, these were guys with like pretty faces yeah, at that time. I'm struggling with the same thing. And, I'm and, 29. And I never yeah. had that. Yeah. You know, I never was like, 
like, I, I don't know, I'm not trying to be like unnecessarily self-deprecating, but I didn't look like, uh, uh, like that sort of Killian know, Murphy. Boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I felt like that's what, that's when you're, when you want like 20s dreamboats, that's what you're looking for. Yeah. Anyway, so I just, but you're a good looking like, guy though. Thanks. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I like, you know, people I'm, I'm paid to like be on camera. So I'm, you know, it's fine. It's, yeah. there's no, you know, it's just not, it's not grotesque. Um, or at least not as much as I think it is, but, um, but, but it's not, I, I just had the sense that I was going to kind of grow into my face a little bit. Yeah. And honestly, like my dream of, as an actor was always a theater dream. It wasn't, I, like I grew up, I, you know, I had hippie parents. I grew up without television. Like we watched movies, but movies felt like another planet to me. It was like yeah. people who make movies are like, a, like that did not seem like a place that I could get to yeah um, it kind of feels like billionaires in a way it's like that 0.01 yeah. percent of like wow you yeah. know and, and and i had no yeah i just was it just seemed yeah i don't know it, it, like the idea of going to los angeles um seemed absurd so right? were, did they bring new york reps to act for you guys we, went to, we did a showcase in new york oh, okay cool uh and i did end up getting an agent um at that point uh and so you know i got to i got to audition i got to um how was that you know when he came here was that early. rough um, were you doing the co-star guest star? Or were they mainly throwing you kind of, no, into the- I didn't, man, I didn't like get, I don't think I got like a TV audition for, you know, for ages. I was auditioning for like regional stuff, like regional, yeah, regional, repertory plays, theaters. regional plays, mostly out of town. I mean, I didn't have an audition, I think for three years that actually was in the city. Wow. Uh, and, but I also, I came to New York in 2006. Um, it took me, I, I did actually, did I read that you toured with Lion King? I did. Yeah. How was that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's my survival job. I bartend there on Broadway. No shit. Yeah. Um, it was, I, I, yeah, I was on, I did, it was such a weird gig, you know, it was like they, they, um, I think they, I was standby on that show. It was like oh. my second job out of school. Is that and the same thing as a swing? A swing, I think, is I think of swings as uh, dancers. Yeah, right. Because um, they have and, to know like nine parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Swings are like the unsung heroes. Yeah, of, they make like seven grand Broadway. a week. They're yeah. amazing. Yeah, uh, but no, standbys were like you on the tour. They had to have. I mean, you know, it's a year of eight shows a week. Like yeah. people go out, people go on vacation, so they need covers for the acting roles. And so there were I just cover for uh, Scar and Pumbaa. Wow! Um, but that was for this. They basically audition you for the Scar part for that track, and they just get kids who have like some classical background because they want you to be able to have that kind of like heightened theatricality. Totally, that and then like, Can you kind of sing? Like it's fine. Yeah. Uh, so that was that fun. Yeah, it was fun for the first. It was so alien to me, and yeah. it was, and it was really, you know, the the great thing about that tour, at least then, was that you would go and sit down in cities for four to six weeks. Yeah. So it wasn't you weren't you you know you really got to be in a new place, and this was two thousand seven, two thousand eight. So in you know it was basically right as the crash was happening, wow. and we were doing these tours of like. Like you know, B-market cities? Formerly industrial northeastern cities, essentially. Wow. And it was shocking. I was really I, – I, I, I mean, it's more grown more interesting in retrospect or made more sense in retrospect. But looking at – you know, we sh- we were like we, – we played Memphis and we played Toledo. And you'd just be like, go to the downtowns of these towns and there's just like nothing there. Yeah. Everything's closed. And you were like, this, these are – 
great American cities. Like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? This totally. country's not working. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was wild. That, that, that aspect of it was really so interesting. So you probably can understand the whole Trump thing. And, you know, 10 years earlier, you got that experience of, I mean, of that other America. I that, do definitely yeah. think of that. Yeah. Think of that experience when I, when, you know, in this sort of exhaustive, you know, post 2016 analysis, like, why did this yeah. happen? How did Jesus. this come about? But yeah, definitely thinking, like, look at, you look at those cities and think, you know, this, this deal has not been working for a lot of people for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got a view from the bridge. Yeah. So that was like my, I don't know. That was a, I mean, it was a spectacularly lucky thing. I got a, well, I got a two part walk on understudy, uh, job on that show, two line walk on understudy part on that show. Uh, and I was understudying Rodolfo, who was the sort of love interest yeah. for Scarlett Johansson's character. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know. There was no way that that was I was ever gonna go on, but I was just so in love with the material and um, and it's a cool gig. That yeah, you it was a great. Oh bright, my god! Yeah, uh, let me tell you, yeah. to get that like two line part yeah. in that show with yeah. those people, I was like, this is gr- like my New York fantasy is happening. I just like, saw a betrayal, is, and I was like, well, how did I not get the audition for that waiter? You know, yeah, I would have yeah, killed yeah. for that. Oh, he was so good. Yeah. That guy, he was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah. I love. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, and then the guy I was covering got hurt in the show. Uh, and I think about a week into previews wow. and I, so they called me and said, you know, you got to go on. I had not rehearsed. Uh, I had like basically met Scarlett in passing in a rehearsal. Yeah. Uh, and it was like, okay, you're going to go on tonight. Um, you know, playing. Did you have the her. lines? I did. Yeah. I had been like obsessively working on the role. On the off chance that, that something happened. And wow. I really didn't. And also just because I liked it so much. I yeah. really loved the part. Um, and so, yeah, I got to go on. I, you know, did the sh- did the thing. Uh, and the guy who played it ended up not being able to come back. No way. And I took over the part. And so I got to open the show. Wow. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was kind of the thing that, like. Changed your career. Changed my career, yeah. Wow. And absolute total luck. Like. I mean, luck. But you were doing a lot of work to prepare for, you know, yeah, I, feel, yeah, yeah, no. I feel like luck is like, sure. you know, hard work finally meets that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that's, I guess that's just been my, like, a lot of people are out there doing that hard work. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's, it's just, uh, you got to have both. Yeah. Like, you got to have that, like, it's all got a lucky confluence. Right of, place, right time, yeah, right yeah. opportunity, right role. Yeah. And what was it like working with Scarlett? Was that fun? Yeah, it was great. I, she was, you know, she was lovely and welcoming. I mean, it was a weird experience to have rehearsed, uh, yeah. for somebody else and have built a whole thing and then have somebody else walk in. But, uh, she was really gracious about it. I mean, I remember the first night I went on, I, um, I don't know. I think I was pretty excited. Yeah. Like I, I'm sure I was in like a, you know, blind, uh, numb uh, fit of terror. But yeah. uh, I just remember like before we walked out, uh, to the, make our first entrance, she just like reached over and grabbed my hand for a second. And it was like such a generous, like, oh. you know, gesture. It was very, very sweet of her. I always remember that. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, it was fun. And that's so cool. And then that obviously deputized you in a way that started getting you television credits, I imagine. Well, right before that, I had done that, uh, how to get, how to make it in America yeah. job, uh, which was like a, the entourage of New episode. York. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was also, it was like HBO's first attempt. Like, 
I, I think HBO is just like very, they're very smart about the zeitgeist. Yeah. It's like that was kind of their first, their rough draft at girls. Yeah. Like totally. it was some effort to make like, and like fashion was a thing at yeah. the time, you know, now it's so big, but right. that was like when it was seeding into the, to the, you know, proletariat culture, like right. Supreme and totally. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And also, but it was, it, yeah. And it was, you know, it was a, it was a cool show is that like, there's so, I, I always, I, I, you know, I continue to meet, I mean, I only worked on the show a little bit, but there was, I did, I continue to meet people who worked on it and, you know, who just were really passionate about it. Like yeah. people had a really, I think people had a really good time making that show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so I had just done that before view happened. And then after, after view, did you feel I just, like I got a different agent? It was just like all of a sudden you upgraded. I imagine. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, as it happened, the the agency that I'd been with went bankrupt. So wow. right at that time, so I didn't even have to like you know sometimes you have to make those like sticky yeah. ethical choices. Totally. Like, do I? Uh, and, and I imagine you had a lot of amazing people coming to that crowd every night. You unbelievable. Know, Spielberg yeah. or yeah. I, I don't think I didn't meet Spielberg, but like Meryl Streep came. Wow. She came back and stood. You know what came up? You know in those in those Broadway theaters, yeah, like they, those horrible staircases. So and weird. she stood there and told every single person in the show how much she loved the show and like had a moment with them. It was so so lovely. Yeah. I was really impressed by that. I, I really appreciate say. when actors take that time yeah. to engage. She you know? knows what she means to actors. You yeah. know what I mean? So it was really, it was gr- incredibly gracious. I wow. thought. But, but yeah, shit like that happened with that show. And so yeah. then with that ammunition coming out of that, what, where did you find yourself? Were you then going in for series regulars, you know, and kind of bigger, not quite series regulars yet because I did it. I still just didn't have the, the real, I mean, yeah. I had no, like I had no, um, I didn't have enough credits to get those kind of, to get those kinds of, I mean, maybe I was getting those auditions, yeah. but I wasn't coming close to them. And I, and, and mentally, I don't think I was, I, I, it didn't really seem to me that that was a possibility. I, mean, totally. I, I, I really, I really always had a sense of like TV and film is not a thing that I can do. And that's been slowly like a, a pro, it's been a slow process of revision to being like, Oh, this is not only this is like a place that I can work, but a place where I could have ambitions, a place where I could make good work. Yeah. Uh, and that's just been a slow process of me building up my own confidence in addition to actually like getting, getting the jobs. But I know I'm jumping a little bit ahead here, but yeah. then, you know, and a couple of years later, you booked boardwalk mm. and, you know, even though it was, I think it was like only four or five episodes, you made like a real impression of that character. You know, Thanks, you really man. brought Frank to life. He's and, a hell of a character. I mean, yeah. that was, you know, that was one of those ones. I mean, it's like you, that again, it's like you're just, as an actor, you're, you're in such a position where you just have to kind of wait because you need those, you need those roles that, that show that you can do something with. Totally. And they that can show trust you on that $30 million set, like yeah. work with Michael Shannon and Stephen sure. Graham. Right. And how was that? I mean, it, like, uh, those guys are, both incredible actors, I think. And so yeah. it was, it was really, uh, it was really a joy. Also, uh, Dom Lombardozzi was one of the other yeah. Capone brothers. And, uh, I love that guy. Um, I think he's fantastic. Oh, he's amazing. Um, but yeah, it was, um, and just the overall, the overall caliber of that show was yeah, so Terry high. Winter, yeah, Tim Van the, the writing is so excellent. The directing is so excellent. Every detail of the production design. I mean, there was just such integrity, like top to bottom. Throughout yeah, it's almost like you don't piece. have to do the work. You walk on. It's like I'm in. Yeah. The, I'm in the twenties. Yeah. yeah, right. And, and it's it, just. It was. It was just. It was. You know, and the, the other thing about those kinds of parts is they're just fun as shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like here's a charming kind of ultra violent, uh, you know deeply moral guy in yeah. some ways that you get to just like and the guy know. who leveled out Al Capone you know you really yeah, kind of exactly. need that you exactly. know he buoyed him in a way yeah. and obviously right. once you spoiler alert died yeah. you know he went off the rails yeah yeah, yeah. right yeah. No. 
and 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 honestly, like Stephen, uh, I don't know. I think Stephen Graham is like one he's of one of the greats. Amazing, he's, I, uh, he's unreal. He I can do anything. No idea why he's not. I mean, he's doing great, yeah. but no, he's yeah. doing, he's doing great. Yeah. And everybody, everybody who you would think would know that he's great, yeah, they know totally. But uh, I, yeah, he's just he's just one of those guys. Who I keep waiting, I, you know. Any anything he ever does, I'll watch. You know, yeah, he's so best. excellent. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. And so then when you did that, did that kind of like put you in a position of like empowered of like oh, a TV and film? I just did five episodes of Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, I was I, with the best. I just did a play with Scarlett Johansson. Like I can fucking do this. Yeah, man. I think I definitely. I think that was definitely a thing where I went, okay, like this. This went well. Yeah. Like this went fine. I'm sure it could have gone better. I'm sure somebody else could have been more brilliant. No, but like it was, it was, it was fine. You know, like <laughs> yeah. I, I did I, – I felt – and and yeah, coming out of that, I was like, okay, I, I can – you know, like I, I – I don't know. I, I think that like I did shed a certain amount of uh, diffidence around like on-camera work as a yeah. result of that – as a result of that And that was like job. right before Shannon got kind of shot out of the cannon of – Yeah. 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 I mean he was – I think he was he was already doing that. But yeah, it was that – it was that moment where he was – like I think by the end of that show, he was really itching to just go and like have those opportunities. Totally. Um, but it was cool to get to – it was cool to get to work with him right before that. And, and um, one of the things that I love about you and actors like you is that you always bounce, you know, you, a lot of people could have come off Boardwalk Empire and been like, whoever your agent is, you know, only send me TV film. I only yeah. want to be doing this, but you keep doing theater and I respect that. And I love that so yeah. much. And that's, that's something I want for myself. And, and balancing that is, you know, because a lot of actors, they just, don't decide to do that anymore because yeah. it doesn't pay as well. And, right. you know, you can make $20 million doing a shitty movie. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's the business. Yeah. And is that something that's always been imperative to you to go back to the theater? Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it, it definitely is. Um, and I say that and it's now been two years since I've done a play and I'm starting to feel like I'm, I'm like letting, letting my, my, uh, my family down or something like that. Uh, but it's honestly, uh, I had a, I have a, daughter who's almost two now yeah you, you met and your that, wife going yeah, back to the theater I, I did i met yeah i met my wife doing a play i mean i that is there's always i never feel there's no there's no place where i creatively feel more at home and comfortable than in a rehearsal room yeah uh because there's something about that space where a bunch of people are like yeah let's fuck around and see what happens like yeah. let's try some stuff and that is just so uh, I don't know. You don't, you don't really get that even on a, like there, I guess maybe there are some film sets where somebody might kind of cultivate that environment. Yeah. And definitely I've been on both film and TV sets where directors really create a very free atmosphere. They want you to play and try stuff. But the, in it, you know, in a rehearsal theater rehearsal room, like you can really do something that's bad yeah. and it's fine. Yeah. It just evaporates totally. and you go on. Yeah. Like, you can, and I, and that's really, I don't know. I just love that. And I love the sense of ensemble and I love the way that we're all there, like with a kind of ethic of serving this playwright's vision. And, um, and I just, I just love sort of being defined by language in that way. I don't yeah. know. There's a lot about it that I just always, I'll just never let go of just as a matter of, I just, it's where I, what I love. And, and getting married, that's such a monumental life thing. Mm. How was that impacting? You know, like did that just feel surreal all of a sudden to connect with someone in that way. And yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I definitely was not anybody. I was, I was not like looking to be married. It's or always when it happens, and, you know, yeah. <laughs> and it was, and I, uh, I don't know. I guess like once, once that became a real thing, 
I, it was just like, I am somebody who's had an enormous amount of doubt about everything that I experience, every person I've ever been with, um, every sort of version of myself that I've like gone through. Yeah. And this was just something where I went, Oh, I don't, this is what's we're, this is what we're doing. Yeah. And I really had a lot of, um, I really just had a lot of faith in that, that we were going, that we would, that we should be married. That yeah. We should be together. Totally. Uh, and, um, yeah, I don't know. It, um, it's obviously very beautiful because we're here. We are yeah. six, seven years later. Well, not, not, not quite that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's 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 great. It's uh, I mean, it's like uh, it's just one of the it's you know best best things I've ever done. And then when you when you have that kind of relationship with someone who's also mm-hmm. an actress, do you have to then kind of balance it out? You know, so you can be you know the work has to then you got to find time for the relationship, and then you got to find time to work. Is that change the dynamic of what you can do then? Yeah. Um, I mean, we don't have to dig too personal. No, 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 no. and we won't. But, but I, but you know, the thing of just having two working actors in a relationship, yeah, uh, you know, it's it's hard. It's, I mean, it's not. I would not say that it's been hard on our relationship. It's just like logistically challenging. Yeah. Um, I think, I think we're we're pretty good about being, um, you know, just like understanding about stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's just like you know when we've got okay, we've got. Uh, the cats need somebody to feed them and yeah. uh, our child needs someone to feed her and you've got to be here and I've got to be there. And like, how's this going to happen? And it's yeah. just like an, a never ending uh, sort of problem solving exercise. Seesaw. But, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But it's not, you know, it's not, and I don't mean that in any kind of emotional way. It really is just, it really is just like a, a puzzle that you just have to keep solving. And then talk to me about transitioning in the film. You know, you did the drop with, mm-hmm. with Tom Hardy, James Gandolfini, rest yeah. in peace. How, how was that experience going from television to like, like a, a quite big movie. Yeah. You know? I mean, I had, you know, I had a, I had a, a, a fairly, like I was a henchman in that. Yeah. In that but movie, there's but, a small but part. But it was yeah, fun. Yeah. It was really fun. And I, I, you know, I mean, whatever. Uh, I think James Gandolfini was just like one of the all time greats. I think he was so, yeah. he's was so brilliant. Uh, Last Castle is like one of my favorite movies. Mm. He's so good in that. Yeah. I mean, I, he's, uh, there was a, there was a, what's that movie he did with, uh, with Brad Pitt? Um, I think I know what you're talking about. It, uh, is it kill your, kill, kill all your darlings? Yeah. Or, or some, it like, I just remembered it opens up with, uh, the Velvet Underground's heroin. And I was like, this is, it just feels good. And yeah. Then, anyway, it, I, I don't love that movie entirely, but, uh, he has this monologue in it that's just insane. It's just like, you're like, this isn't, I don't, what you're doing isn't acting exactly, but it's just riveting. Like it's, I don't, I don't understand why this is so, it feels like nothing I've ever seen before. Anyway, I just also his performance in Sopranos. I think he's just, uh, he was was just one of our greats. And then to be on, so to be on set with him, uh, and also to just watch that guy, I mean, the stories are legion of, you know, how he was with people on set, but he was just so, uh, very actively generous and kind to everyone in the room. Yeah. Um, and it was a really, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just like, you know, that's. And Tom my, Hardy as well, you know, he's yeah. so, and, and, and that amazing Belgian actor. I love that yeah, guy. Matthias Schoenarts, he's so brilliant. Oh, uh, Bullhead is like one yeah, of my yeah. favorite movies great of all movie. time, man. Yeah. Oh, such a great film. Yeah. So, so when you, when you kind of get those credits and I imagine at this point you have some leverage in what you're, what is coming your way. Yeah. I mean, uh, like, well, what started interesting? Does anyone have that? I mean, I guess at a certain point you yeah. have that. Uh, I, I, what was interesting to you after, you know, you did, you had these huge credits. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, it's, a, I had, I, I think at some point in there, and I'd have to like look at my own timeline a little bit because I, it gets very, it's okay murky if we mess it me. up. Yeah. 
But uh, people go on IMDb. <laughs> somewhere in there, I did actually do like a TV regular job. Was that The Mist? Uh, no, that was, this was uh, Allegiance, which oh, okay. was in 2015, I think, where I got I was playing a Russian spy. Um, and I had, was doing a bunch of I'd done a bunch of uh, recurring stuff in New York. Nice for a couple of years and plays actually. For, I would say from. Like 2012 to 2014, I was mostly doing, I feel like I was mostly doing plays. I did a play here called Russian Transport, um, which sort of, which I just loved. It was written by a woman named Erica Sheffer. It's brilliant. Yeah. Play. Um, and, uh, it, that was like another really, um, I don't know, just like us, one of those, one of the parts that I just love. Like yeah. I always love playing that. I if you don't mind that. talking about it, what, what interests you in a script? What do you look, is it tone? Is it atmosphere? Well, this guy was just, I mean, he yeah. was, yeah, it's all, I mean, it's all of that. Yeah. It's like, I, I definitely, you know, there's, uh, sometimes you read, sometimes you read writing that just, um, it, it like whoever, whoever made it, it came out of their body. Yeah. Like it didn't, it wasn't just like they're, they're like, this is a good idea. It wasn't like, like procedural, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really. Not to I've talk bad to talk on about procedural. this before. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. You know, like yeah. there's, look, yeah. there are many different ways, uh, to do a wonderful work in this business. Yeah. Um, but like, there's something when you read, when you, you know, and this is probably individual too. Sometimes you just read something and you, you kind of go, I know, I know where this lives yeah. for me. And it, uh, and that's just, it's a kind of instinctive response to somebody else's work. And it's really, uh, joyful when that happens. That was just one of those, yeah. that, one of those opportunities. And he was, you know, he was a, it's always fun to play people who have no morality whatsoever. Totally. This, who are just like, I will be. And can be whatever I need to be in a given moment because yeah. that's a totally unpredictable character. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and this was that kind of guy. It's never so, interesting watching someone who does the right thing. You know, like, you yeah. know, that's not going to be an interesting story. I mean, it's, it, if they do the right yeah. thing under, you know, impossible odds, True. I mean, that can yeah. be very gratifying. But, right. but there is something I think as an actor where, where you're, where you're like any, like, the audience for the the audience cannot rely on any information they have about you to predict what you're going to do next, yeah. and that is really. And he's one of those. He was one of those characters, buddies. Wow. Buddies. What was it like working with Nick Payne on Incognito? It was great. He yeah, was, he wasn't. He was only around for a little while, but I loved. I loved that play. I loved his writing. And Charlie um, Cox, and he's Doug a great Hughes actor. Charlie, yeah, I think Charlie's Charlie. Charlie's a great actor and like a uh, uh, sterling human being. Like just a wonderful, you, wonderful. I guy. love Brits, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I love him. And yeah. we had such a nice time together. We shared a dressing room, and we were just like. Um, I don't always do this, but we, we definitely, uh, we, we kind of had a pact between us where we would be just like very candid about how the show was going with each other and like how our performances were going. Yeah. We just, we, we spent whatever, however many weeks it was just like chopping it up about that play and about, and trying to every night, just trying to like make it better. Wow. Um, it was cool. It was, it was, it was a fun time and, and ma mainly because of Charlie cause, but, <laughs> and Doug, and Doug Hughes, who is wonderful. Such yeah. a, such an excellent. And that was, that was Manhattan theater club, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The best Nancy Piccioni, you know, great. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. Yeah, I, lo I love that place. And then yeah. talk to me about Homeland. How was your experience on that? You know, yeah, Claire uh, Danes. You yeah. know, Claire. I mean, I, I don't know. I can't say enough. I can't say enough good things about Claire. I think Claire is just. Um, I really think if you are a, if you are not just a regular on a show, but like you are the show. Yeah. If you're that actor, and you're on for seven seasons, half is the it? Decade, yeah. seven. They're about to start their their eighth episode is going to premiere sometime soon. Um, there's a point where you see what that actor can't do. And I just don't think you see that with Claire. Yeah. I don't think she has like, she doesn't, uh, 
she doesn't really have like limits. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. No, maybe, I totally agree. But I think she's, I think she's amazing and she was just lovely to work with. And, yeah. You guys yeah. had amazing chemistry. It was we, so fun and such a cool character that mm-hmm. arc, you know, and yeah. I come up from Richmond. So it was so cool watching yeah. that yeah. <laughs> in the show. Right. I, would, I wonder though, would you, would like, would, could you see where we were? Cause there were, t- there were Every times. Time. Yeah. You're yeah, like, I that, do it. that is not Washington DC. <laughs> Shut up. That is yeah. The, yeah. the governor's mansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there. Yeah. yeah. No, it was fun. I really love being there. I, I, uh, I actually like, um, Commuted down there, so I wasn't. I didn't, oh, I, didn't, I didn't live there the whole time. I I, I was driving down. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Or, but I think that one time I one time I did take a train. Yeah, um, that train's great. Yeah, yeah. But it's. Uh, but I like that city. I yeah, do, I do like. Richmond. I'm glad. Shout out Richmond. Yeah. And so what are, what are you working on now? You, uh, yeah. So I've got um, plot against America. Plot against America comes out um, comes out March 16th. Um, it's David Simon's adaptation of the Philip Roth novel. David Krumholtz, who was on the show, is Krumholtz, on as well. Krumholtz plays my yeah. brother. Uh, oh, nice! We, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, no yeah, way. We, we had a really good time. He yeah. plays. Yeah, he, I play. I play Herman. He plays Monty. Um, he's he's horrible to me most of the most of the show, <laughs> but uh, but I, I yeah we had we had such a good time. Um, I mean that guy like I don't know just such a. Such an excellent actor, such yeah. a natural, detailed, excellent actor, but also just like hilarious yeah. to be around. And there's so much depth to him, yeah. you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I really no, enjoyed talking with him. He's really, uh, he's, he is, he's special. He, when you, when you start getting to work with these masters, you know, mm. do you, do you still find yourself, even though you've had all these credits and all these experiences, do you still find yourself, I don't want to say like nervous, but excited? Yeah. You know, I, I would say, I mean, working with, I mean, obviously working with David Simon is incredibly intimidating. Um, but acting wise, uh, you know, Turturro, uh, is in, yeah. John Turturro is in plot and I had some stuff opposite him. And I really, and it was sort of like a thing that dawned on me as we were doing it where I was like, you are, yeah, you are a master. You yeah. are like a master of this craft, John Turturro. Yeah. And if I think about his roles and the, the kind of work that he's done, it's just like, uh, you know, that's what actually what, you know, I, I would aspire to achieve. Yeah. And I'm sure I never will, but it still is like, that's the kind of thing that you look to and say, that is great. That is just, that is great. Um, and so, yeah, that was a, you know, getting to, getting to play opposite him, getting to do scenes with him was really, um, elevating, elevating. Yeah. And he, but like, I would not say, I wouldn't say like I was nervous, but I would just be like, this is such a, I'm just so happy to be getting to do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that, I guess that's the, that's 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 the thing I, I try to get to is like this is such a I never in a million years would have thought that I would be getting to be in a Simon thing be in yeah. a you know be working with these people and so fuck yes I'm scared and I could definitely like fail yeah but better to better to just Do focus it. on what a joy this is to yeah. be getting to be here with these people so that's and, what I and I'm curious to ask know. you to bring it back to what you said earlier you know you said you kind of in grad school you know as we all are filled with like self doubt and self consciousness. Mm. One of the things that I always talk to actors about that on this podcast and musicians when I have them is like for musicians, it's tone. For actors, it's like finding your voice. Mm. At what point in your career do you feel like you kind of started to find your voice? Uh, yeah, I think I'm still doing that. I mean, I think uh, – I, I don't know. It's it's like – what there's there's somebody's line and I forget exactly who's, but it's just like you got to play a long time before you can sound like yourself yeah. um, and, and about music. And I think – it, I think that is really true. And I think, I think some people, I, I'm always, I'm really just flabbergasted by young actors, young writers, people who are in their twenties and they fully know who they are and sound like themselves. And maybe they evolve and they discover that to an even deeper sense. I look at somebody like Phoebe, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yeah. Like, how the fuck are you what you are? Yeah. Like, it's incredible. Totally. Uh, 
and but you know for me i think my own development is still is more just like a slow like brick by brick process where you know i sort of look at the work later and think yeah like you i i just think it's you know it's always i think there's uh always a i i never want to like there there are a few different kinds of actors as you were saying like there are actors who are this is my personality. Yeah. This is what I bring to everything. Or yeah. this is my persona that I've invented to act with. Totally. Uh, and that's legitimate. Like yeah. there are great performances totally. in both of those veins that I don't – but I don't quite think that's what I am. I'm more of like I do want to be like a little transformative, but I don't want to do it to such an extent that it's bullshit. Yeah. And so I want to – I always – respect Because, that. you know, because yeah. you, like I think there's, there's yeah. a kind of transformative – Where it becomes masturbatory where in a way. like, yeah. this is – I see what you're doing. Yeah. Like, it's fine. You're yeah. getting away with it, but it's it's it, it's not – it does take me out of it a little bit. And so I think there is that way – There is there is like a – Always, always this struggle to find that balance of like, this is, I'm living in this character, but I'm also revealing something of myself. My voice is coming through somehow. Yeah. And, you know, and so, and the, the, the sort of combination of those two things is making something that is like truthful on multiple levels, truthful yeah. in the, in the, uh, in the sense of, you know, the character's life is being, uh, you know, in fully embodied, but also something that I need to say. Yeah. Maybe you're totally, uh, you know, totally instinctive or whatever is happening is yeah. coming across coming through and i think if both of those things are happening simultaneously then the performance like is going to matter it's going to matter to me it's going to matter to the audience whatever and so that's the i think that's what i'm striving for yeah well you're and achieving it man thanks, yeah man. you're really awesome. inspiring to watch you work it's so graceful you Thank know you. and so present and it's it's just so much behind your eyes, man. You, uh, you can just see the experience, you know, and I'm sure there's so many wild stories we'll have to talk about sometime off here. Yeah. But I'm curious, you know, because a lot of actors that I, you know, I'm on the audition trenches myself, mm. you know, that postgraduate transition, even if you're at an undergraduate it's institution, rough. it's so rough. What would you say for those actors listening, you know, about the grad school thing? Do you think that's something that is really, you know, worth for a lot of actors doing or I mean I know that can really depend on a case by case basis. Yeah, it is I think case by case. I mean, I don't know. It's uh But did, where it are was you? good for me because I don't think you know there are there are practical hurdles yeah. that like if you haven't gone you know, like the great thing about the institution I went through, I got my equity card as wow. because that because that theater is associated with an equity theater. Wow. Uh and I got an agent because of the showcase and yeah. the way that they created that, you know, they they sort of set up that process. Totally. And if those two things hadn't happened, like I don't then I would have gotten to New York and like I don't know what the fuck to do. I yeah. don't know how to like I don't know. I mean, maybe I would have found a totally different path and maybe it would have been better. But yeah. like for somebody like me, um, I think I would have felt really hamstrung by those obstacles. And so yeah. in addition to everything I learned in grad school, uh, because I really benefited from that kind of <laughs> like from that kind of institutional structure, from that kind of process that picked me up at one point and dropped me off in a like much closer to being a viable professional. Yeah. That was really helpful. Um if you're somebody who can kind of hustle and make your own way and you don't need those, uh, you don't need those kind of, um, that kind of assistance, yeah. then fucking great. Do yeah. it without it. Yeah. It's expensive. And yeah. it's, and like, I also think not great for everyone's talent. Like some yeah. people, it helps you flourish and some people, maybe it saws some are edges off. Great writers, but are great actors. Yeah, yeah. 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 Totally. Um, so, so yeah, I, I don't know. It's really, you know, it also depends. 
you know, do you want to, do you want to do plays? Do you want to do classical work? Or do you want to like, do you want to go be on TV? Yeah. And I don't know. I think, I do think everybody benefits from some exposure to like the, to, you know, the sort of the, the classical repertoire. For sure. Uh, I do actually think that you, you get a more expansive sense and of And an Elizabethan text, you know, that's why these sure. British actors are coming over here and just stealing our work left yeah. and right, you know, because they study yeah. that since there's no small choice in Shakespeare. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and in contemporary, you can really tame it down, but yeah. it's just like doing that. You know, I, I wish I would have been done it, been doing it from a younger age yeah. and more exposed to it. Yeah. No. And they also, I think they also, the Brits, like they, I don't know. They're not precious about that shit in the yeah. same way that we are. Like we're like, oh Shakespeare, yeah, that's he's, he's some lofty thing. But I they, know they they do it so much. It's much more prosaic to them, and so I think they they I don't know. They they kind of own it a little bit more. And I mean, maybe they rightly should. It's true yeah. their culture, but totally. Well, two final questions. What what's inspiring you right now? Music, film, TV. Like what's what's uh, what's been inspiring? I mean, I know you just mentioned Phoebe Walter you know, Bridge. But yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean. uh yeah, she's, I think, I think she's brilliant. I think, um, you know, I love su- succession. I love, oh, uh, yeah. Jeremy Strong. He's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Um, Matthew McFadden too. On that oh show. yeah. And Sarah, uh, what, what the fuck is her last name? Um, his Sarah. Yeah. Uh, I know who you're talking. Uh, yeah. Brutal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would say the thing that's honestly like most inspiring to me right now is, uh, like this political, this, this primary right now, because I actually feel like, like we've been in, we've been mired in such shit for yeah. so long and I'm actually looking at what's going on and I'm like, you know, whatever, knock wood, fingers crossed, fucking don't say anything. But like, you know, a guy who actually wants good things for everybody in this country might actually be the Democratic nominee for president. Yeah. Um, and I'm very, I'm very excited about that. That's I think, great. Yeah. I think that's pretty fucking I, awesome. I've it's found, been a long time. Yeah. I'm uh, glad you're optimistic about it because yeah. I find myself, in, you know, today with the witnesses not being called. I'm just like, so. No, that shit's just, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's like, uh, I haven't, I have to say I've not been the, the, I try to not like follow the Trump spectacle too much yeah. because I, it just feels like. Is staying in New York important to you? Because I, I mean, I know you have a wife who's, who's a Brit. Could like, have you thought about doing that, or do you already split time? Uh, no, we're here. Yeah, oh, yeah okay. we're here. We're here. I mean, we both work here. Yeah. So it would like if we tried to be there. I don't know. We we have a lot of great friends there, uh, which and it's that's the hard part about not being there. But um, uh, well, they also just, got forced too now, so that's like not. You know, that guy. Oh, you mean in terms of like fleeing the country? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, no. yeah. no, it's not. Yeah. Our, our, our other option is also shitty. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. So yeah, yeah, I don't really, but no, I just try to like not be, I think like living every day with this Trump spectacle is just really, uh, it's really demoralizing. And yeah. the, like, I can't pretend to be surprised by the fact that the whole fucking Republican party is going to do whatever this guy needs it Catered to do. To. So it just, it, it's the, you know, Mitch McConnell has them all in lockstep. They're going to, they, they're, they're going to ride over the cliff with this motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it, it is what it is. Like yeah. that's, it is. Yes, absolutely. What's going on in the impeachment trial is insane. Yeah. Like you're going to, you're going to stand up there democracy. and say, we don't want to hear witnesses. We yeah. don't want to hear evidence. I mean, that's just ridiculous. It's going to be an insane. But anyway, yeah. on the other, in the other, in the, in the world where th- we can actually affect some positive change, yeah. somebody who actually does want the best for all Americans is like working his way through the primaries. And that is just where my like, 
head and heart are at right now. Which that's is amazing. Like hoping that's going I, I, I to help appreciate make that the happen. optimism. Yeah, yeah. No, and I think it's I think it's I think it's real. It's good to have that, you know, because I it's easy to get disillusioned so much by the media and the news and just the constant flow of information. Yeah. But that, I love that. That's that's really yeah. beautiful. And what you know, what else is next for you? Any chance of returning to the theater anytime soon? Uh man. I mean, I. Um, I, like I said, I've got this job, this Gilded Age job that starts soon. Um, and that'll carry me through next fall. Um, and at that point, maybe, yeah, I would, that, that would be, that would be the next chance. And if, you know, I would, I would love, uh, I would love to, to go back. It's just, uh, like I said, it's the ongoing logistical puzzle of having another, another career to balance. And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, it's also the way. I never want my kid to be like missing both of her parents. Right. Like there may be like very short. I mean, I, I, I have no, you know, people, people have to do what they have to do, but yeah. I'm like hoping that we don't have to do that. Yeah. Um, so that, that's also a factor. That's you know? amazing. So we'll see. Well, Morgan Spector, it was such an honor speaking with you, man. Oh, I'm man, so excited for all that. Thank you very dude, much. Dude. So amazing and so talented. And Thanks, man. man, the best is yet to come. I know it. Thank you. All right. It's so kind roll, of brother. You. Thanks, man. If you like the show, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening. 